are listening to Beyond the Whistle. Beyond the Whistle is the show that takes you beyond the X's and O's to provide tips and advice on the business of sports and how sports professionals can advance in their careers. Beyond the Whistle is brought to you by McCant Sports, a sports executive search and sports leadership consulting firm. Learn more at McCantSports.com. Welcome to Beyond the Whistle. I'm your host, Odell McCants, and thank you for listening. If you're an Android user, I have exciting news to share. Google has released a new podcast listening app, which is now native to Android phones. You can find this show, Beyond the Whistle, on Google Podcasts. And even better, save it to your phone's desktop. Is that what you call it on a phone? And be notified of new episodes. It's a big development in the evolution of podcasts, as Google was way behind Apple. You can find the app in the Google Play Store or even already installed on your phone from a recent Android update, perhaps. Just search for Beyond the Whistle and be sure to save it to your home screen. I think that's what you call the desktop on a phone. In this episode, I have a repeat guest, my friend Kevin Sutton. Kevin was my very first interview in episode two of Beyond the Whistle, titled Persistence on the Coaching Career Path. Well, because of just how life works, this is kind of an unplanned part two. You see, in episode two, Kevin was an assistant coach at Pittsburgh. He shared his career journey, how he has navigated a career coaching at a nationally ranked high school level and college from the Atlantic 10 to the Big East to the ACC. Kevin also shares in that episode his process of evaluating career opportunities and what's important to him in his coaching career. If you haven't listened to episode two, I highly encourage you to do so. You can find it listed in your podcast app, and there's also a link in the show notes of this episode. Fast forward to today, episode 17. Last season, Kevin experienced a very challenging season at Pitt, with the team going 8-24 and and 0-18 in the ACC. It was not a season anyone plans on having for sure, with it culminating with head coach Kevin Stallings and the entire coaching staff, including Kevin, being let go. In this episode, Kevin shares what he personally took from such a tough season for his own professional development and personal growth. He shares the success that the team did have on and off the court, even if they did not result in games won. And also, Kevin shares defining what a win is for him in his coaching career. Picking up on that theme of episode two, persistence on the career path, Kevin and I discuss having persistence when facing the process of looking for a new job. But even more than that, What needs to drive your persistence? Taking time for family, having tough conversations with your significant other, putting together a plan so that you are networking and exploring the right opportunities, not just any opportunity, and using that time to continually develop professionally, stay relevant, and be prepared for opportunities when they present themselves. And I was very excited for Kevin to share right at the opening his new position, which I'll let him share with you. Here's my conversation with Kevin Sutton. I'm really excited to have today as my guest on Beyond the Whistle, my dear friend and new assistant coach at the University of Rhode Island, Kevin Sutton. Kevin, welcome to Beyond the Whistle. Uh, Thank you, Odell. I really appreciate this opportunity to come and be a part of your podcast. Uh, I watched you from from afar and now have an opportunity to be a part of it up close. So I'm really impressed with what you're doing. Yeah, and you're a second-time guest, and I really appreciate that. Yes, uh, I think I was happened to be the first guest that you, you had, were. so uh, I'm really honored to be uh, asked to come back on your show. So, Kevin, I was really excited to announce there uh, you 
you joined the staff at University of Rhode Island uh, with our friend uh, David Cox, new head coach. Uh, man, tell me, tell me about this opportunity. It's a tremendous opportunity to, to further my career. Uh, I've been really fortunate uh, to be in, uh, be in basketball for 32 years. And uh, the opportunity I have now at the University of Rhode Island on David Cox's uh, staff is a tremendous opportunity uh, to, and, and something that I look forward to uh, being a part of. You know, David's, uh, like you said, a dear friend of ours. And I've watched his career. He's from the Washington. D.C. area, and he's going to do some tremendous things as the, the new head coach here at the University of Rhode Island. Kevin, so going, going back to, to last season uh, at the University of Pittsburgh, I know it's not a season that anyone hopes to have. And when you look back on it, what do you take away from a professional development standpoint going through a season like you had last year? Um, it was a season of growth. Um, first and foremost, we had um, – outstanding kids, you know, young men, student athletes uh, that really uh, bought into Coach Stalin's uh, philosophy and system um, on the court and off the court as well. And so a, a great deal of credit goes to those young men. They, they played very hard. Um, they were outstanding in the classroom. They had the highest grade point average in uh, Pittsburgh men's basketball history. Uh, five players made the first team, all ACC and academics. They were visible in the community, um, and, and they learned. You know, they were since they were so young, they they learned how to practice, and they were really, really good in, in practice. Unfortunately, uh, winning is. Uh, a very important part of sports and unfortunately we didn't win enough games and so subsequently uh, our staff was let go and then several of the players moved in a different direction as well as several of them stayed there at the University of Pittsburgh so all in all last year was a tremendous uh, growth year um, and a learning experience. You know uh, it is a real testament to you guys as a staff and uh, and those kids of how they battled and never gave up. And I didn't even know about all the off the court uh, success. And I know from a, from an on the court standpoint, two games that really stood out to me. Uh, they were late in the season. One was at Florida State, and then the ACC tournament game. You know, both games where those kids had every opportunity, <laughs> you know, to just mail it in and not yeah. even show up, and they really literally battled to the very end. And that's a testament to, to their character. Um, they were all really good players coming out of high school, and, and many of them had won you know, uh, championships coming out of high school. So th- these young men were, were used to winning. And you're 100% you know, accurate. Um, they could have mailed it in very easily, could have mailed it in. Um, and those two games uh, stand out in my mind as well, Odell. Um, they, we played a tremendous game down at uh, – uh, down in Tallahassee against Florida State, and and we know that they went on to have a, a deep run into the NCAA's, and then the uh, the ACC tournament game against um, you know what we we played really well in that game as well uh, against Notre Dame, uh, and who just two weeks earlier really you know kicked our butts up at up at Notre Dame, so uh, those two games definitely stand out in my mind, and will always you know have a special place in my heart because, like you said, they could have quit at any point. You know, on a recent episode of the podcast, I spoke with Khadijah Head, who is associate head women's head coach at Kennesaw State. And Khadijah talked about how as a coach, 
defining what a win means to you, uh, not just on the court or on the scoreboard, because, you know, she mm-hmm. put it, unless you're, unless you're working for Gino at UConn, you're going to have a lot more losses <laughs> than yeah. you may have wins. What are some of the ways that you define a win for yourself as a coach? Um, that's, first of all, it's a, it's a great question and, and a statement, um, you know, because winning is, it can be defined in a number of different ways. You know, the obvious way is you have more points than your opponent. Uh, but sometimes you can actually win a game, um, you know, on a scoreboard, but, but lose in how you perform and how you act and how you behave. And then sometimes you can have less points on the scoreboard and lose the game and actually win, uh, depending on how you perform and behave with class and dignity and honor. Uh, so for me, um, you know, winning is defined, you know, obviously by, you know, the scoreboard, but it's also defined in how you handle your, your successes and how you handle those failures. Um, last year for us, uh, you know, our record is indicative that we did not have a winning season, but I think there were a, a great deal of accomplishments that were made. And so, uh, I look at those as, as, you know, things that have to be, uh, uh, in terms of that, that were wins, you know, if you will. Um, so, you know, impacting lives and touching lives and watching young men grow into men um, are usually how I define, you know, how successful I am. So, Kevin, how have you spent your time between jobs? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I, I've spent my time... On a personal level, I spent more time with my family, uh, my wife and my children. Um, you know, I try to be more present in the present moment um, when I'm with them. Um, I uh, attended more of my daughter's dance classes and shows at schools and went on field trips and the like. And, you know, with my wife, uh, you know, we spent a great deal of time of preparing planning and executing our plan as we prepare to, you know, you know, to move into the next phase of our lives and then the next career move for me. Um, I spent a great deal of time, uh, uh, you know, learning, you know, who I truly was and, you know, uh, what I really wanted out of my career. Uh, did a lot of soul searching, uh, a lot of, you know, in- introspection and, you know, wanting to, to identify the, you know, my strengths and my weaknesses and, which type of you know program I wanted to get involved with, and which type of coach I wanted to be involved with, you know, if I was fortunate, you know, fortunate enough to you know to to interview for different you know situations, um, I learned an awful lot about uh, you know who was in my inner circle, uh, who were my confidants, you know, people that I could uh, you know trust and believe, and who trust and believed in me, and who I valued, you know, their opinions. So I spent a great deal of time with them, and then. Uh, from a spiritual standpoint, um, just dove deeper into my faith and, uh, you know, reaching out to you know a lot of people that I call my prayer warriors, you know, uh, and just, you know, leaned on them, you know, and then uh, try to, you know, continue to grow spiritually uh, and, and, you know, to deal with the things that I was, you know, dealing with um, in preparation for my next move. And then professionally, uh just did a lot of things to keep myself relevant um, on people's minds, uh, writing blogs, tweeting, attending high school basketball games, you know, the playoffs, tournaments, AAU events, you know, networking, networking and networking, 
you know, just trying to uh, reach out to people and, you know, let them know, you know, uh, I was available and that I would be uh, of value to them and just, and just continue to try to grow my network to see who, you know, people that were could reach out and help me. Uh, I read a lot. Uh, I, I like to read. And so I, I read a lot. I set a goal for myself to to read uh, two books in a week. And I was on a good pace <laughs> with that. And, and it was interesting. Um, so and while I was reading, it was uh, for my for my you know, my, my knowledge, uh, but also be able to, you know, have information and topics to, 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 to enter into conversations with people, you know, and obviously I wanted to learn more. Uh, I attended a lot of professional development seminars and events and then certainly uh, watched more basketball, high school basketball, college basketball, international basketball, you know, pro uh, NBA basketball, taking a lot of notes, doing scouting reports, just trying to keep myself as relevant as possible and, and prepared. Um, so when I got on interviews and got into conversations, I knew what I was talking about and, and the like. And then finally, just uh, making sure my resume, my reference page, uh, my bio page, and my contact information was all accurate and up-to-date and uh, professionally done. So... That's what I, I did in between. In between. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, a lot. You spent a lot, of, a lot of great time investing in yourself. And I like to hear how you stayed on top of your craft, uh, yeah. you know, attending high school games and breaking down film and, and doing scouting reports. Because I think when things don't go as we plan them to, um, it's easy to kind of just get into a shell. I know for me, when, when, my, when my agency didn't really work out the way I thought it would and I had planned it to and lost some clients – I had this feeling of like, oh man, the whole world knows that I lost yeah. this client and yeah. I don't, I'm afraid to go out there. What are yeah. people going to think? And then, yeah. I mean, I came to learn, yes. Kevin, very mm -hmm. few people knew. I still had NBA teams calling me, asking yeah. me, <laughs> asking me about a former client. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, you didn't know? I, I thought the whole world knew what, you know what, what, what happened to me. You know, what's interesting, uh, Odell, that's, that's, uh, that's very real. Um, you, you sent you as an individual when you go through those type of situations, you really think, uh, and you, uh, that everyone is just, oh my God, everyone's going to know I'm a failure, da, da 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 da, and all these different types of things. Uh, but in actuality, what you need to do is continue to invest in yourself and continue to believe in yourself, um, to get yourself in a position where you're, you're positive and you're in a great space mentally, spiritually, and physically, you know, to, to go out and do the things that you need to do, which is for me was to, uh, take care of my family, um, put my, put ourselves in a situation where we're, you know, we would be employed again and, and in a better, you know, in a better situation for, you know, what I call, uh, team Sutton. So, uh, you do have to, um, not beat yourself up and you also have to realize that you're not the only person that this ever happened to and once you can get past that then i think then you're on the right path uh to you know rejuvenating your career um sometimes the, these things happen out of your control you know it's not in your control uh, and you have to be you know to recognize that and when you do recognize that that's when you can you know get yourself in a, in a better space and I like to hear that you stayed abreast of all basketball from high school to international and NBA. Mm -hmm. I mean, number one, because it's, it's basketball, but also, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking you don't know what that next opportunity is going to be. 
You know, maybe it is in the NBA or maybe yeah. it is with an international uh, club or an mm-hmm. NBA team focused on international and really, really staying, as you put it, really staying relevant. Yeah, I mean, you, you actually don't know. Um, and, and it is interesting that some some of the situations that I was involved with, you know, were high school. Some of them were, you know, speaking with uh, clubs international, internationally um, and in all levels at the, at the collegiate level here, whether you know, low division one, mid division one, you know, high division one jobs, you know, as well as, you know, asking questions about the, the, the NBA and the direction that they were going in whether it be in the G League, uh, scouting, and the like. So um, with that being said, I just wanted to make sure that I was, you know, uh, aware of all parts of the game of basketball at all, at all levels. So whatever best opportunity presented itself and, and I would take whatever that opportunity was, then I would be able to hit the ground running with a knowledge base of what goes on at that particular level of basketball. So, Kevin, we touched on this uh, in episode two. So you were my first interview of uh, episode two, and it was it was titled "Persistence on the on the Coaching Career Path of Preparing to Step on and Work on a New Campus and with a New Coach." In, in terms of you working for that person for the first time, how do you go about preparing yourself for that? For that, um, I think that you have to. Uh, Continue to prepare yourself and, you know, learn uh, about the situation that you're going into. There's so much information out here before uh, uh, before you get there. There's so much information at, you, at your fingertips uh, on the computer that you can learn about. Um, you can learn about the coach. You can learn about the learn about the athletic administration. You know, you can learn about the the school. Um, and and I think all those things are important. So when you come to the table. You know, you you have a knowledge base, you know, already, um, and then, you know, you, you got to prepare yourself by, you know, reading through the contract that you're given. Make sure you you totally understand it and uh, and you know it really well. Um, the other things that you have to prepare yourself for is, you know, you, you got to have those discussions with your significant other. Uh, I, I really believe in this that you have to have those serious conversations um, about your finances about. You know, do we want to rent the place? Do we want to buy the place? Um, are the benefits are in, in order? Do they fit our needs as a family? You know, uh, you know how far you know um, would would our family go? You know, how far for me? You know, um, it was like how far west would we go, or you know, uh, how far south or how far north? You know, um, would we go um, before I could? You know, would feel comfortable where she could feel comfortable and our family could feel comfortable. Um, and following your career, you know, do you live apart? Do you, you know, for that first year, because your family's already stable and, and stabilized in another situation, um, or do you, you uproot your family and you all come together at the same time? You know, your, your children's education and, and just all those different types of things that you you can prepare for. Um, you know, just simply by having conversations and just doing, you know, the the background information. Uh, uh, gaining background information, collecting of you know the the, the 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 information, and processing the information. Those are the type of things that you can prepare for. You know, I feel and I feel like some of these topics are kind of kind of kind of taboo in 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 the coaching profession of of talking about, like finances. Um, you know, 
looking at a job and do the finances make sense for you in your in your in your family mm-hmm. um, instead of just applying and trying to network and connect with every job that comes open I, I couldn't agree with you more um, you know I think we all go through that period that stages in, in our career um, where you know uh, you have to start to take ownership um, and the earlier you take ownership of your career, the better. Um, and if you chase, you know, jobs for the money, you know, sometimes they can lead you <laughs> in, in different places um, and in, that you don't want to be in. Um, and so I think that it's really important that you have these conversations. Like I said, uh, if you're in a relationship, whether and, and those and, and, and you have to. It, those relationships can be different. I mean, you can have a, a fiance, you can have a uh, brand new wife, or you can be married for several years, or you can be single. And these, all of these things uh, you really have to consider um, as you prepare for your career. Uh, you'll be able to do some things as a single, single person that you can't do when you're married. Uh, and, and you and there's other things that you can't do, you know, when you when when you start to have a family, you start to have to take serious looks at uh, at particular jobs and see if it is in the best interest of everyone and not just you, at the individual. How important of a role uh, or factor did the institution play for you? I mean, you've worked at some really great uh, uh, academic institutions and how, how important was that in your evaluation process of looking at opportunities it, it, it's always been important it's always been important to me um, to be associated you know with uh, universities and 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 the high school programs that I've been associated with um, to, to have strong you know reputations in terms of uh, the, the education, first and foremost. Uh, secondly, strong support systems for the basketball programs. Uh, I think that's important. And the leadership. What is the vision? You know, what direction are we going in? What is what 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 do we want to accomplish? And and are we willing to do what it takes to accomplish those things? And then after we accomplish those things, are we willing to to continue to do the things that that it takes to stay there? You know, uh, a mutual friend and coach of ours, Stu Vetter, has always said, had a quote that I, I still remember and say often, you know, and that quote is the hardest thing about success is maintaining that success. And I think people don't understand that and, and they don't realize what it takes. I mean, once you get there, you want to stay there, you know, and staying there is, is hard. You know, you know, getting there is hard, but staying there is even harder. You know, because you're no longer, you know, on the on that on that climb. You're you're there, and and, and now people are coming after you and gunning for you. Um, so the hardest thing about success is maintaining that success. So the institutions that I've been a, uh, wanted to be a part of, have been a part of, and you know, wanted to be a part of, like here at the University of Rhode Island, is you know, strong leadership. Um, strong understanding of uh, what success is and what it takes to be, continue to be successful, you know, and then uh, the educational piece, you know, uh, has always been, have to, has to be, be important. You know, I discovered a book. I first discovered it in the LA Clippers uh, 
Player Lounge. And yes, there are books in there. And it's, it's, it's titled, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And I, I, the, the, the author's name escapes me, but I'm going to have a link to it and all the information in the show notes. And I love that book. And it talks about just that, you know, what got you, there are things that got you here. And then talking about sustaining, uh, sustaining that, but then elevating to that next level. It can't be, it can't be <laughs> continuing the same process of what got you to this level. Yeah, I mean, and that's a, and that's a, a great point. I mean, what gets an individual to a certain point, you know, uh, is one thing, you know, uh, and then sustaining that success has to be another, you know. And then after you, you know, you sustain that success, you you want to continue to be successful and 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 maybe venture into another direction. So, you have, I think evolving is something that. It, we all should try to continue to strive, you know, continue to, you know, to, to work hard, to continue to evolve, you know, as a person, you know, and as a professional, uh, I think it's always important that you're trying to, to evolve. Kevin, when I think about uh, the scenarios that assistant coaches uh, find themselves in when they, when they've lost a job, I, I think of, of three, uh, Either a head coach makes a decision to not retain someone on their on their staff, uh, or or number two, the the head coach is is terminated, so the head coach and the staff, or number three, a head coach moves on to another job and may not take everyone on that staff with him or her to right. like to to the next job. Mm-hmm. Do you see uh, the? gather yourself to prepare to look for the next opportunity or be, being different? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, definitely the, the question makes sense. And those are those three situations are are very relevant. Um, I think that, <laughs> you know, as an assistant coach, uh, our, our careers are definitely attached to the, the head coach. Um, and so what we try to do, you try to make yourself as uh, successful as possible by being, you know, able to do as many things as you possibly can. Uh, like we tell our players, uh, um, versatility. You know, the more versatile you are, the more valuable you are. So you want to make sure that you are as professional as you possibly can. Um, I, I try to be involved in as many things that are that aren't assigned to me um, as certainly as the things that are assigned to me because I want to be able to be have the knowledge of everything that, that, that goes on, you know, in the business of coaching basketball, um, you know, videos and, and scouting reports and the defense if you're the offensive coordinator, you know, the offense if you're the defensive coordinator and, you know, certainly with recruiting um, and now it's a, you know, recruiting is a global thing and it's, you know, uh, it, it, it's something that you all have to be involved in um, and being relevant, you know, and certainly how the game is changing and make sure that you're able to, to teach the game. Um, and then relationships, um, relationships across the board, relationships amongst your your staff members, relationships with your players, relationships with your administration. You know, so I think all those things are, you know, are important and, and continue to, like I said, uh, take advantage of the professional development opportunities that are, that are there, uh, connecting with the and being aware of how the business side of the sport 
has continued to change. Uh, um, and with that, let's give you an example. It's like, you know, search firms, search firms, <coughs> excuse me, search firms are a big part of the business side now. Um, so it's important to, to try to connect with them and, and let them see who, who you are and what you're about and what you stand for and, and just being relevant and being, uh, and also understanding all these different aspects that go into the business side of the sport called basketball. So you are joining a program that has had tremendous success uh, in the A10 uh, under under Danny Hurley and now David being elevated from associate head coach who really helped and played such a critical role in building that program and now is getting the chance to lead it, which I'm so excited for. Um, and and I, I tell you, we talked about this offline before we, we recorded. The one word that I think about when I think about that program last several years is toughness. I mean, those guys play with a toughness. Uh, what what are you looking to bring uh, to your to your role, and especially in a situation where there, there, there's continuity there uh, with with an associate head coach being elevated head coach? But I'm sure David's going to have his tweaks or put his identity, you know, his his stamp on the program as well. So, what are you looking to bring to to your role? Um, I'm looking to bring professionalism. Um, First and foremost, um, I'm looking to bring a wealth of experience at all levels um, and a, a knowledge of the game of basketball and, and not just of the game of basketball, but also, you know, like I said before, the business side of basketball. And my number one, my number one objective is to make sure that David is successful. You know, and Coach Cox has done a great job of navigating his career and deserves this opportunity. So I wanted to come here and be a part of his staff to help him be as successful as he possibly can be, you know, in every way, shape and form, you know, um, to instill his philosophy. He had a, you know, Danny did a tremendous job here, but uh, Coach Cox was also an integral part of that, uh, the success that, you know, the University of Rhode Island had here. Um, So I wanted to join this staff to help him to continue to build the program that he has always envisioned in his, in his mind and in his heart. Um, so with my wealth of experience um, and, and knowledge for the game of basketball and certainly for the business side of basketball. Well, Kevin, I'm really excited for you in this new opportunity. Uh, in closing here, what are three things that uh, you would like to leave our coaches listening uh, to help them uh, prepare, be proactive for the situation when they do lose a job? Because we know in this business, you know, it's, 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 it's going to happen. And what, what, are, what, are, what are some things that you would like to leave uh, our coaches thinking about? Um, there, there's several things, um, Odell, that, um, and, I, and, and I want to come from a, a place of, of a mentor I want to come from a spirit of love. Um, and, you know, the number one thing is that um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not going to be the first person that's ever been let go, resigned, demoted, fired. So just continue to strive, continue to serve, continue to share, continue to believe in yourself and your career. Uh, prepare yourself uh, by uh, being multidimensional. Um, and learn as much as you possibly can. Number three, I would say invest in yourself uh, from a professional standpoint. Uh, learn how to 
uh, network properly, uh, grow relationships, um, and continue to, to share your knowledge with, with, uh, with other coaches and, and build a strong network that way. Um, and then, you know, lastly, I would say, uh, so you asked for three, but I'll give you four. Uh, lastly, I would just simply say uh, continue to evolve. Don't allow yourself to be pigeonholed. Continue, continue to be, continue to, and to evolve as a, as a professional, uh, and grow in all areas of your life. Well, Kevin, you always add value, and you always give me more than I ask for. So I really appreciate that. Well, Odell, I'm honored to, to have been on your show for the second time. Uh, I wish you nothing but continued success, and you're doing great things. I, I, I listen, you know, whenever I can, and uh, and I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. And lastly, Kevin, you're very active on social media and your blog. Where can people go to learn more about you and connect with you and follow you? Um, my website, which is www.kevinsuttonbasketball.com. Uh, my uh, blog site is www.kevinsuttonbasketball.wordpress.com. And then on Twitter, uh, at Coach Sutton, um, I try to be as relevant as I possibly can and occasionally will tweet out <laughs> some things. But uh, those are the places that people can, uh, can, can connect with me. Great. Well, Kevin, as always, thank you very much for your time, sharing your knowledge and being so uh, transparent and sharing in your experiences. And best of luck uh, at Rhode Island. Thank you very much, Odell. Take care. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Whistle. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It's the best way to stay updated on the newest episodes. Beyond the Whistle is a production of McCant Sports, a sports executive search and talent solutions firm. To learn more about McCant Sports, visit McCantSports.com. 